Welcome back to the Figure It Out podcast. My name is Emma. And I'm Natasha. And we're so happy you guys joined us for another episode. Mm-hmm. We've got a fun fact for you. Like this morning, we're recording earlier in the morning, but we've been up for like four hours already. Way longer than anyone should ever be up in the morning. Just I know. Kidding, so kidding. we woke up, like I woke up at 6.15 this morning. I got up <laughs> at like 6.40. So a little bit later... We but, were supposed to leave at 6.45, so yeah, yeah I made it, but mm-hmm. barely. But we spent our morning going to get coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, it was super nice. If you, guys, if you haven't heard, it's called Backstory Coffee. Natasha recommended it, and so I've been wanting to go, and we went this morning. It was so fun. Was I so love nice. Backstory. I think like mm-hmm. everyone should go just because it's one of the most aesthetic coffee shops I've ever been to. I think they have good coffee. We, I actually didn't ask you about yeah, yours. Mine Did was you very like good. it? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So 10 out of 10 recommendation. Um, it is really, really busy though. So you have yeah. to go early. Well, yeah. And if you go really early, like right at <laughs> seven when it opens, you're the only one there. <laughs> I like had told Emma previously, like, mm-hmm. okay, if we're going to go, like we really have to meet, beat the morning rush and stuff. And so when we walked in at seven, there was like nobody there. And Emma was like, okay, like this is beautiful, but definitely she's like, so does it get busy? I was like, it does, it does. Yeah. Oh, and I, we don't need to just keep ranting about this coffee shop, but there's like, it's like 15 little living rooms yeah. and it's just cozy and there's plants everywhere. And so it's just like very aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's our, they didn't pay us for this little ad, but no, we, we do really like it. You guys should go. Yeah. Um, and it was just a calm way to start the morning, yeah. plan this podcast um, and just hang out before Natasha's impending departure. I know. I know guys, mm-hmm. this is the last like, yeah, the last Monday before I leave. I know, which is so sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we talk about Natasha's departure, we've actually gotten several people inquiring about uh, what's going to happen to Brecken when Natasha goes to Colorado. Sorry that I didn't like include that with the whole update. I'm, yeah, I feel like, really bad. I'll people be were back. so upset. Emma's okay. <laughs> A podcast will stay, and everyone's like, "Just tell me about Brecken." No, I know. Um, Brecken's staying with Emma actually. So by that, he's just like staying, living at George's mm-hmm. house. Um, but he. It's going to stay here. He can't come with, which is really sad because, yeah. like, oh, he would love buddy. living in Colorado. It'd mm-hmm. be so fun. Yeah. Um, He's not going to know what hit him. I know. But. I really feel bad because, like, everyone else I can communicate with mm-hmm. while I'm gone, you know, and, like, tell them that I'm coming back. But Bracken just won't know. I know. I'm just going to leave him someday. Yeah. Like, actually, in a week, I'm just going to mm-hmm. leave him. And, like, please hear us say, like, he's going to be well-loved. Like, I will make sure this dog is taken <laughs> care of. Um, but I'm not Natasha. And, like, no matter what I do, I'm just not Natasha. He loves you, though. He he will be do- totally fine. Mm-hmm. It's not a, I'm not concerned about it. Yeah, but in the end of the day, just not Natasha. No. So, yes, but thanks for all the concern about the little dude. Um, he's going to be in good hands. <laughs> he will. He will. Mm-hmm. Um, were there other questions I was supposed to answer after leaving? Or not uh, after leaving, but after announcing that I'm leaving? I can't remember. Yeah, I... I think there was there's like one in my head of like oh people have been asking about this but I can't, honestly can't recall it now yeah. that we're recording but um yeah if you have questions guys text me DM us I don't know mm-hmm. I'll I'll answer them <laughs> it's gonna be an adventure I'm sure there'll be a lot of content that comes out out of living in Colorado for two months um mm-hmm. and also doing long distance again with Emma and also long distance with Justin now but it'll and be long distance with Brecken <laughs> and long distance you're right I forget about him again Justin and Brecken were in the picture the first time <laughs> I know I know. <laughs> But, oh no everyone mm-hmm. will survive it'll be good but yeah. yeah it'll be good 
But today we are actually talking about paying off debt. Um, and that is our topic today. We don't do a whole lot of financial podcasts on here. Um, and mainly, not mainly, but a big reason is like we're not financial advisors. No. Um, we're not the two to just typically sit down and talk about the stock market or investments or anything like that. And so, like, first off, hear that disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Know that we're not financial advisors. You guys can disagree with us if you want, but um, paying off debt, and we're, when we talk today, it's going to mainly be student loans because that's the kind of debt we've had and paid off um we're just sharing our experiences and our advice we're not financial advisors how many times do you think i need to say i know that? maybe a few more just so they they really know yeah. like this is not like something they need to like i don't know mm-hmm. take to the bank huh you know <laughs> <laughs> but no i think guys like emma said like we haven't done a ton of financial ones not because we don't think it's an important subject but just because it's not like our mm-hmm. realm of expertise i guess yeah but it is an important discussion mm-hmm. and I think there also is like other podcasts like out there that are specifically related to niche financial questions or just financial management in general. And so like we don't need to be your go-to finance podcast. There's so many great ones out there um, and so many other ones out there too. (laughs) Not great ones, but, um, but we're kind of compiling today. We do think paying off debt is important. We both have experiences with that. We actually got some more uh, insight on it too. So that's what we're talking about today. Um, And just to to kick us into it, I Googled just like the average student loan debt. Not a whole lot of research, but in a January 2023 report, it showed that the average borrower has about 37,000 for federal loans and nearly 55,000 for private loans. So- And this was like student debt, right? mm -hmm. Yep. This is average student loan. And so that, yeah, that's not credit card debt. That's not car debt. That's- definitely not including mortgages. Um, and so that's just student debt alone. And I obviously like this doesn't apply to you if you didn't go to school. And then if you didn't go to school and take out loans, but it's obviously if that's average, it's a huge problem, mm-hmm. problem issue people face things, something navigate things, some, some people navigate. And so that's why we're talking about it today. Yeah. Actually, guys, it was interesting because I, back in January, I had a work trip and I was down in Louisiana at this conference. And while I was there, I was talking with someone who does a podcast for a big think tank in DC. Mm-hmm. And I told him like, we have a, a podcast and he was so encouraged. But we talked about it and then he goes, can I be on your podcast? And I was like, oh, um, sure. Like, and I was like, why? Like, I, I told him, I'm like, we're not a political podcast, so that's <laughs> not really our forte. Yeah. And he goes, no, I want to talk with you about debt. Yeah. I was like, oh, really? And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah. My wife and I had $140,000 in loans, mm-hmm. in student loans, when we got married. Yeah. And he was like, and I, every time I'm with a young adult, I say, let me just talk with you about debt yeah. and how to pay it off. Right. And he just said, it's such an important thing to, mm-hmm. to recognize and to know how to address. Yeah. So we're actually going to patch him in right now. Hey, are you there? <laughs> That'd be so cool. I know. We quite haven't quite figured out how to do that yet. No. Well, and so actually, guys, that's the reason. So today we did interview someone mm-hmm. for this episode who um, we went, well, I had class with at Northwestern um, and, and you knew her sister. I know of her. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we interviewed um, Lindsay Kelso and her um, ex- her and her husband's journey with getting through debt. Um, but because we don't have a remote capability, these were questions that we sent to her ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And so we're just going to share like their story and then um, kind of like intersperse um, her her perspective and what she and her husband did in order to pay off debt um, yeah. throughout the podcast. Right. Well, yeah, intersperse that along with kind of what we've thought and learned. We also, like, they. I follow them on Instagram, so I don't know her. You know, like that awkward, like, I don't know you, but I know of you yeah. um, kind of thing. And so followed along a lot with that. Um, and, yeah, the very cool story, which we'll I think we're going to dive into right now, kind of their journey with student loans and then share a little bit about ours, too. Mm-hmm. And so I guess like kind of just to, to summarize it, so she and her husband, when they graduated college, 
um, she actually didn't have any debt. Her mm -hmm. perspective going through school had been like, don't take out debt. Debt is bad. Um, and you, you don't want to owe money to anyone. Mm -hmm. um, but when she and her, her husband got married, she realized they had really different perspectives. And he <laughs> had grown up with the idea that like debt was just a necessary part of mm -hmm. life. And so, um, and so they realized, or she realized that he had um, $50,000 in loans. Um, and it was accruing interest, like as they, they like had graduated, I think since like the day he started taking them out, it had started interest building up. Mm -hmm. And so it was just this huge, um, huge undertaking where she was like, I don't want to owe the people mm -hmm. this money. I want to take it off um, or to pay it off and to not have that hating over me. And so they just like buckled down and um, paid it off in 29 months. Mm -hmm. So little over two years, um, really prioritized just like getting rid of that debt. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's why I think like she documented that journey a little bit on Instagram. So mm -hmm. seeing that of just like how they really consciously made efforts to pay off that yeah. is why we felt like she'd be a really good person mm -hmm. to share um, and advice on it. Yeah. And so she's posted on that and we've kind of followed along with that, um, which has been very cool to see. And, Honestly, if you follow Dave Ramsey, he highlights these people who had enormous amounts of debt and they paid it off and it's just these big things. Um, and sometimes you look at those stories and like, how? Like, how did you pay off that debt as a teacher and someone who works in a corporate mediocre job? Like, how do you how do you have the capacity mm -hmm. to do that? But like, it's just diligence, hard work, which we're going to get into. But those journeys are very interesting to listen to. Yeah. And I think really like hear that no matter what your job is, you have the capacity to pay mm -hmm. off loans. Right. And I think like sometimes people do look at like mm -hmm. a loan and they're like, oh, well, I, I just, I'm not making that income. So why mm -hmm. would I give that much of it towards paying off loans when I really don't have that much coming in, right. you know? Mm -hmm. And I would say like Lindsay and, and David, they underscore the fact that it's not like they had these wealthy incomes. Yeah. They had, you know, good jobs, steady jobs, mm -hmm. but it wasn't like they were taking in Mm -hmm. six figures a year to be able to just be like, all right, you know, yeah, like, just, we'll just write a check, that. like yeah. get that done. But mm -hmm. it was very much like sacrifices had to ma be yeah. made. And so I think that's mm -hmm. where like this episode's coming at it with like recognizing that in order to pay off debt, you have to make choices. Exactly. And so um, I think that kind of goes into like our first question, which was why is paying off debt so important? Like, mm -hmm. why would you make a sacrifice to get rid of it? Right. And like, also like we've had debt too. Yeah. And so when it comes to like paying off debt, we both have had student loans and we both now don't have student loans and differing amounts, differing ways of chipping that away. But like I had about $25,000 or more in student loans. Um, and got that paid off and you had loans as well. Yeah. And I know like I really didn't have that much. Mm -hmm. So I always like when it comes to like the debt conversation, mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like I don't have a lot to contribute because I only had like 5,500. And so mm -hmm. that's a very small portion I recognize in like what most people are paying off. Mm -hmm. But I also, I pay that off within a, a year of graduating. Mm -hmm. And it's again, it's not like I made a ton of money after I graduated school. I yeah. just took a, a large part of my salary mm -hmm. to pay that off. But I think that goes to show like this can go from from smaller amounts to larger amounts. And honestly, we're not we didn't talk with someone who's got two hundred thousand dollars worth of debt. But those stories exist, too. Mm -hmm. And so there is a range. Um, but I think we would all agree. So your story, my story, Lindsay's and David's story all have the same kind of principles of like you do it, you sacrifice things, you prioritize this and like kind of the same model throughout. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so I guess, yeah, it very much doesn't, this isn't something to hear if you are like, oh, I don't have very much debt. Like, the mm -hmm. principles still apply, yeah. and I think it's still good to recognize that. Right, and today we're talking student loans. That's the debt you and I have experienced, but I'm pretty sure these principles can apply to other things, too. Mm -hmm. I don't know. 
we're not there yet. <laughs> um, but yes, why is paying off debt so important? And I, I think one, one reason, and Lindsay agreed with this, and I think you and I would too, is that that feeling of owing someone something isn't the greatest feeling. Not at all. I just remember like even when I graduated college, I was just like, oh, like that still has to be paid back. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not done, you know? Yeah. And that was always something that's just like, I think that principle of like, if you take out a loan, you're saying that you're going to pay it back. Like you've made that promise. Yes. Like I, I, and this might be a hot take people of earth, but people like, of earth. <laughs> when you take out loans, like you are saying like, this is a loan. I'm not just taking this money. Like sure. There's probably, there's, those are, that's called a grant. Yeah. If you're taking the money or a scholarship, but a loan is like, I am getting loaned this money to pay it back. And mm-hmm. so I think like, why is paying off debt important? It's because you have promised to pay it back. Like you have given your word and signed your name that this is something I will complete. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a hot take in this day and age, but th- that's really what it is. I don't think that should really be that hot of a take. Come at me, people. But well, I remember too. So like, right when we graduated, also like COVID happened, and there was the whole like freeze on interest, mm-hmm. and so it's like okay now. The, the whole pressure to like pay off loans in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Cause I will say like one of the other really important reasons to pay off debt is because of interest. Like mm-hmm. that amount of money continues to grow and get bigger if you don't address it. Mm-hmm. But now like currently as we speak, unless they like change this tomorrow, you know, there's no interest accruing mm-hmm. on most, on most loans. Yeah. And so I don't know, like that is something where people are like, well, I don't feel the pressure to pay it back. Mm-hmm. But to me it was like, I still have to someday, so why yeah. would I not do it now? Exactly. Well, and I think originally when that came out, it was an emergency. Yeah. And I think we've taken emergency a little too far. I don't mean to get all, like, soapboxy I'm like, you're going to get this screened again. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about that. We can go back to that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Should we acknowledge yeah, it? Yeah, acknowledge it. Okay, so last week our episode didn't release on Spotify. But just Spotify. Yeah, it pushed out to all our other platforms and like check that because people texted us and were like, mm-hmm. hey, your episode's not out. But we're like, no, it is. It has listens. And so like look on Apple Podcasts. It's out there, you know, a couple others. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to figure out like what was wrong with Spotify, but it had flagged it and was like, have you read our content guidelines? And like went through all of these things. And I'm like, we talked about quitting a job. I was like, I don't understand why this got flagged. Mm-hmm. But I think it was just a universal thing. Like Spotify yeah. had updated their some sort mm-hmm. of like user agreement. Yeah. And um, now, yeah, uh, it just like, uh, there are a lot of other podcasters that weren't yeah. able to release yeah. it. So mm-hmm. anyways, it was kind of funny. Yeah. But going back to the topic. Yeah, going back to the topic. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, that was done in an emergency. It was like your job just stopped. So yeah. now you don't have an income to pay these loans. So we're just going to say it's fine for now. Things have changed, I think. Um, and so, like, also, like like you said, it might change tomorrow. There's always, like, pushbacks, pushbacks. It used to be, like, a six months and it was a year. And, hey, it's been three years now. And it's still suspended. So who knows? But um, – and I think maybe, like, I like to transition into, like, the interest of it. That is a huge reason. We're not living that right now. But if you do the math on interest, loans are – much more expensive than the face value of them yeah because of interest exactly i think we probably should have started that with that like that's the reason you pay off debt and Mm -hmm. you prioritize getting rid of it because it will get bigger Mm -hmm. and so now the you know 5500 that you took out to finish up school is going to become ten thousand if you Mm -hmm. don't like pay that off and you're paying a lot more for whatever you originally bought or or financed Mm -hmm. um and so i do think now it's really a lot more like the principle of it because Mm -hmm. in our day and age like student debt in particular there's a lot of conversations over like okay will it be canceled is it going to have interest and all of that and I know that people 
are kind of in limbo with that. And so I think like Lindsay's perspective, like she just said, like, I hated the idea of owing someone something. Mm -hmm. And like also <laughs> she was like not paying it back and then expecting someone else to to pay that for you. She said was just like the lazy answer. Mm -hmm. And I think I kind of agree with that where it's like there is a ton of satisfaction paying off your loans where it's like, mm -hmm. okay, I completed college. Like I, mm -hmm. I funded that and like there was a kind of like this little check mark. Mm -hmm. Like now I don't have to owe someone that yeah. money. Yeah, and as we wrap up that, just, like, that principal part, it's kind of funny because it's, like, principal is, like, when you think about interest, it. yeah. <laughs> it's, like, the principal plus interest, but there's also, like, the principal part. <laughs> um, the principal of it all and then the interest, like, those are big reasons. And if you don't agree with, like, our thoughts on that, that's just – those are our opinions and, yeah. like, morally or values of, like, we just, like, think that was important to us. And exactly. So we've got we, – I, like, I know there are different perspectives on that. We've had those conversations and so that's just where we're at. And like I said, like you you can feel free to disagree with us with this mm -hmm. statement because I think like this is something that everyone's chosen like a different way of addressing, mm -hmm. especially right now in this season. And yeah. so that's like very okay. Mm -hmm. And I understand people have been like, oh, well, I'll set this money aside to pay it off later. Yeah. And that allows you a little bit more mm -hmm. wiggle room. Yeah. I think though at some point in time, you're probably gonna have to pay it back. And right. so prepare for that maybe mm -hmm. is a good way of leaving Don't this part of that. let that catch you off guard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I think that transitions into like that kind of last reason is it, it does limit what you can say yes to. So let's just say like, you yeah, you have that just in case that you do you need to pay that back. Like that's restricted. Mm -hmm. like, that's limited. And so when you are debt free, like you, your, your doors are a little more open. You don't have something hanging over your head or you don't have just like this negative balance. Mm -hmm. Well, I remember like, so one of the reasons I did prioritize paying off my loans is because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, but I knew I, um, after like kind of college and, and that season, but I knew I wanted to be in a position to like leave and it's like <laughs> kind of funny coming out again, but, yeah. um, like I just had this, this sense of like, all right, I want to be free to be able to like not be tied to Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And like what I ended up doing that fall was going to DC, but I wouldn't have probably accepted going to DC if I still was paying off loans mm -hmm. because I was paying such a significant amount of money every month that it just wouldn't have been financially wise and mm -hmm. I would have been incredibly stressed to have gone to DC making very minimal wage, paying an extremely amount of um, high amount of rent to mm -hmm. live in DC um, without with while like, you know, having that debt mm -hmm. hanging over me and paying yeah. those loans. Mm -hmm. And so I do think there is just a lot more freedom when you're not even thinking about that mm -hmm. anymore. And it's like now you can put that money towards something else. Mm -hmm. It frees up a lot of financial space in your life. Yeah. Um, again, even if you have that money set aside to pay off, you're still kind of like, oh, what if I could, you know, it, it does, mm -hmm. it's a hard thing to constantly remind yourself of. Exactly. And yeah, we're not saying you can't have a life if you have debt, but like not there is all. just like something hanging over you and like that just is a weight. I also think like being out of debt is just freeing. It frees up your personal spending. You know, like if you're not paying money towards loans, you have a lot more personal spending and mm -hmm. capabilities. But it, it, it frees up your ability to make financial decisions. Like I worked with real estate and I know I wasn't part of the loans and all that, but I know like debt to income ratio was a number that was talked about. Mm -hmm. And so if that debt is, if you can chip away at that debt, like that does matter. And so I, you might not need to be paying off your debt, but right now there's like that debt attached to your name. And so who knows if that changes? Who knows if I'm really saying everything correctly? We're not financial advisors, but like it, it frees up your ability to do stuff like that. Yeah. So those would be our reasons as to why you prioritize paying mm -hmm. off debt. But then like, how do you do that? Um, especially when you are like maybe saving for other things. Mm -hmm. And to me, like I realized paying off debt was my way to save for other things. So it wasn't like I had to give a give 
give up saving and preparing for other things in life because I was paying off debt. But it, to me, it was like my first step in moving towards that. And so, like I said, like by paying off my debt, I can now save more money to potentially buy a house in the next few years. And so it, it was my first step. It like unlocked the ability to save for other things. And like in the midst of paying off debt, I had to buy a new car. And so that was a, a piece. Actually, I don't know if the timeline actually matched up. It was probably closer, though. Honest, I think I, like, finished paying off my debt, like, a month before buying a new car. I don't Did remember Did you feel less exactly. stressful? I guess it was still stressful because you were buying a new yeah. car. But was it, like, okay, at least now, like, the, the debt is behind me? Yeah, in a way. And it's, like, I don't – now I can now I can start building up mm-hmm. again. Like, I, I paid off debt, and I had, I had been very aggressive in paying that off, especially at the end. Like, when the end was in sight, I just got bigger and bigger payments. I just remember when I had, like, two months out, I was like, why would I, like, save this over two months? And I just paid it off. I was I like, this was ridiculous. Thing. And I think yeah. Lindsay and David did the same thing, too. And so it's just, like, I don't know. When you can see the light at the end mm-hmm. of the tunnel, it's easier to run faster towards it. Yeah, for sure. I think – so Lindsay, when we asked her this question, she just said this, that – on her and David's honeymoon, they actually made the decision that they wouldn't go on any vacations mm-hmm. until the loans were paid off. Like, they were just like, all right, we are going to completely, mm-hmm. like, shut down, like, that type of spending yeah. because mm-hmm. this is such a high priority. Yeah. A, that's very tangible. B, like, what a honeymoon conversation. <laughs> well, that'd be so sad. It's our last vacation <laughs> until everything's paid off. But here's the thing. They worked really hard, and, like, that wasn't, like, a five-year thing, mm-hmm. you know? So Yeah, that's true. Then it was, like, two years later, they were mm-hmm. free from that. Yeah. But I think it's like, what will you say no to? Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's good to have those things. And like, what what compromise are we willing to make? Because, like, at the end, I needed to buy a new car. I didn't yeah. actually. <laughs> I, at the end of the day, I wanted to buy. Like, I don't know. I didn't want to. It, it's a, it's a tricky situation, everyone. <laughs> it wasn't really a need or a want. It was my car. Like I should. I should. Yeah. It like was not like, right now, but eventually you will need to. I will to. eventually need a new car. Cars just keep going up. And there's significant, not even significant, there are repairs that need to be made on my car. Instead of pouring money into this, I'm just going to purchase a new one. Anyways, thanks for listening, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) But um, where were we? Okay, well, we were talking about, like, what you should say no to. Mm -hmm. I think something that's kind of interesting, like, obviously, Lindsay and David had, like, each other as accountability partners with Mm -hmm. that. But I wonder if, too, if it is something that you're like, all right, I'm not going to spend money on coffee because, like, that is a significant, you know, this depends on who you are. Mm -hmm. But, like, if there is something that you're cutting out of your life, to say no to that you are putting that money towards paying off your loans like would you say like have someone else hold you accountable to that i think so i think accountability is huge when it comes to finances yeah like me and a roommate we go through our spending every month yeah it's not like the funnest experience i'm not that roommate <laughs> <laughs> you guys are wondering but we go through like our tracking and we say like i spent money i spent this much at caribou when i got coffee with this person i did this when i got when i went groceries this mm-hmm. miscellaneous expense i guess not it's just like we said oh this was a miscellaneous expense spent there it's like this was for this reason i don't know this is we're not just talking about finances but yeah the accountability is actually huge and we like before we started doing this we said here are my goals like i do want to save diligently and so by doing that like i need to make sure this number doesn't compromise yeah Mm-hmm. I think that's a good way to go about it because I think it is really easy to spend money. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I know it's very easy to spend money, <laughs> but also I think it's really easy to be like, okay, well, someday I'll, I'll pay that off. Like it's mm-hmm. still, and I think too, when you do have a higher number that you're working down from, mm-hmm. it can just be like, well, what will this like $50 really do at the mm-hmm. end of the day? You know, like that's not, you know, $50 compared to 50,000. Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to make a difference. But I think remembering that like, no, you've made a goal to do this and like work towards that is really important. Mm-hmm. And I think remembering like 50000 thousand dollars is comprised of ten thousand fifty dollar bills mm-hmm. i think that math is correct i don't know i can't check you 
I said that 30, what was it? 70 minus 30 equals 100. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Anyways, yes. So I think, just think about what you're giving up. And we actually asked Lindsay, uh, what was like the hardest thing to give up in order to pay off your debt? Like what sacrifices did you make? And we're just going to read her answer actually, because it was very interesting. I don't want to try summarizing it. Mm Mm-hmm. You want to read it? Sure. Perfect. Um, okay, so she said, I can't pinpoint any one thing, but I get, well, let me try that again. But I got very used to saying no to almost everything that wasn't a necessity. So I sacrificed a lot. Was it helpful in hitting our goal as fast as possible? Yes. Was it mentally healthy? No. The idea of I'm saying no now so I can enjoy this later turned into I don't deserve nice things. Then once we did get out of debt, I kept that mentality for a while and felt a lot of guilt for buying things that I didn't truly need. Debt freedom doesn't feel or didn't feel as free as I'd hoped it would right away. It took some time to break out of that cycle. Which was actually very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I don't think like, we were like, oh, yeah, I feel like in my head it was like, you get out of debt and like all this stuff is freeing. But it was just interesting that they had to break that perspective. It probably because they were so diligent in having that perspective. Yeah. Like, they were so like they had a lot of self-discipline. And so like they're kudos to that. But then it's like that mindset doesn't just break like the debt does. Yeah, I think that's a really important thing to like mm-hmm. highlight because I, I, again, didn't feel that necessarily, but I'm mm-hmm. sure if you were working towards that for two years, just mm-hmm. like so diligently saying no mm-hmm. to things, at some point it's like, oh, now I can say yes. Like that's yeah. a weird experience. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that's helpful for people to hear if you are kind of in that position and wondering like, okay, now what do I do after I paid off this debt? Like, am I allowed to, to buy a new car? Am I allowed to like look for a house? You know, like that there can be like other mm-hmm. things that you're you're moving towards. Yeah, and so I guess like once debt is paid off, like what are you going to do with that money? Because at one point you were committing X amount of dollars each month or paycheck or whatever uh, period of time you were spending things to. Like now what are you going to do with that? Because all of a sudden like spending slash like income inflation is real. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't address that right away of like, okay, I was paying $1,000 a month towards my loans. Now all of a sudden it's free. If you don't address where that's going to go, reroute it, yeah. It's just going to like filter into things that probably aren't necessary because you've proven to yourself you can live on $1,000 less than you make, but it's going to infiltrate into just your everyday life real quick if you don't address it. I think that part of that is really just like remembering why you're paying off that debt mm-hmm. of like you do have other financial goals. Your goal mm-hmm. is not just to be like not to owe people money. Yeah. Like your goal is to be able to be financially independent and to be able to be like financially sound and like moving mm-hmm. forward in life with like not like luxury necessarily, but like the ability to just be really stable. Mm -hmm. And so I think like keeping that in mind when you are then done paying off that debt of like, okay, what are other goals that you're working towards? And like, can I reroute that money towards then saving for a new car or saving for a house? And like having that be your perspective, or now you have a little bit more money to go on a trip every year. Like you just very much are purposeful with like the purpose that I paid off this debt was so I could live in this way. And so now how do I step into that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that looks different for everyone because it might be once I finish debt, I immediately need to go into saving for a new car because I desperately need a new car. But maybe it is saving up for a house or maybe it is now that we've finished paying off debt, we'll take the next three months of our debt payment and put it towards saving up for vacation. And Mm -hmm. then what next? Like it's different for everyone, but I think having a plan and having a plan prior to it so you're not just sitting there with dollar bills in your hand thinking like, what do I do? Um, Is a really smart thing to do. Mm -hmm. I think so too. Mm -hmm. Um, The last question that we asked Lindsay was what is the most important thing that for someone to know about paying off debt? Like how do you actually practically pay Mm -hmm. it down? Because I think that is a hard thing. Mm -hmm. And her, her big thing that she encouraged us with was having multiple streams of income, which isn't necessarily focusing on the debt. It's focusing on the money you're using to pay off the debt. Mm -hmm. 
And she was saying that her and David had, like, they both had their, like, nine-to-five jobs. They were both working hard. And, again, reiterating, they weren't, like, these crazy high-paying jobs. They were just very, I just finished college, now I'm working kind of jobs. But then they both found other ways to make money. I think, like, one freelanced, one kind of did teaching or coaching for fitness. And they found other ways to do things. Yeah. They really were like, we have to have these different streams of income coming mm-hmm. in because what we currently have doesn't meet our financial goal yeah. to, or our timeline of paying mm-hmm. this down. And so, yeah, she said we had to create more income for ourselves. Yeah. I think it's like a Dave, Dave Ramsey quote of like, if you can't, uh, it's going to just be an everywhere quote, if you can't decrease your sp- in your you can't decrease your expenses increase your income mm-hmm. and they're like the practical way to do that is to find a new job but if you're not going to do that find other ways of income well and while we were paying off our loans we kind of did this i don't think yeah. it was because of yeah. that per se but we both had side hustles you did it way more than i did mine was more just like this is fun but you <laughs> did it really well so you talk about that yeah well i so when i um graduated from college i was nannying for a year and, like, obviously that wasn't where I wanted to be, like, wasn't where I was going to be long term. And mm-hmm. so that was very much like a temporary thing. But it was like, this is going to prepare me for what's next. Mm-hmm. And so within that, I also was like, I have a little bit more time because I'm not working as many hours. And so I did, like, Facebook Marketplace flipping. And so, like, I would get furniture. I would honestly, guys, I would just take better pictures than the person before it and sell it for, you know, like, I had a percentage more that I would always list it for it and sell it. But, like, I made a few hundred dollars, like, mm-hmm. just steadily through that. And then the <laughs> biggest thing that I did was I did, like, overnights for a family with twins. So I would stay up all night with their babies mm-hmm. so that they could sleep. And, um, like, that just worked out to be a really good side income for mm-hmm. quite a few months. Yeah. Um, and, like, yeah, I had to say no. Like, I would leave our Friday night hangout time to yeah. go stay up all night. And mm-hmm. then I would sleep for, like, three hours on a Saturday and then go on with life. Like, it yeah. was exhausting. And mm-hmm. I won't say, like, that was a super fun thing. But I also added 12 hours of a work day. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I had a whole other day that I was making income. Right. But, yeah, that was – like, you got more money for that and like, you just increased your income. Mm-hmm. I will say uh, Facebook Marketplace flipping when you live on the third story of an apartment isn't the smoothest. Like, I Not will say all. that. Not at all. Not at all. But um, it's possible. <laughs> it is possible. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I wanted to do it more when we moved here. But, like, my actual job took more time. Mm-hmm. So that was just where that yeah. ended. But mm-hmm. I think, like, looking around and, like, okay, what are, like, skills you have, interests you have that you could, like, mm-hmm. make money. And, like, yeah. taking stock of that. But also recognizing, like, it wasn't like I wanted to stay up all night to mm-hmm. watch and take care of some babies. Like, that was a lot of work. Yeah. And so, like, sometimes you just have to make choices mm-hmm. to, like, I don't know, have a different, another job or another yeah. income that is work. It's not mm-hmm. always just fun. Yeah. I didn't, I don't think I did this to the ability that you did or Lindsay and David did. Like, I kind of door dashed, but also my friends did it we did it like with my friends in college I'm like this is fun I'll do this because I did have again my job wasn't as high of hours and um when I I made my budget prior to getting the job and then when the job didn't pay as much as I thought I needed I was like okay how am I gonna supplement this Mm -hmm. and I was like I'll do that by door dashing or other things and it was like it kind of like okay where can I decrease my expenses but if it didn't cover everything then I was like okay I need to supplement this with DoorDash I'm gonna be truthful guys it kind of more turned into like this thing my friend and I did when we had free afternoons so that we could go like go out to eat (laughs) guilt-free but it works (laughs) well and I think too like with that like sometimes maybe you're not like using the money you make in your side hustle to pay off debt Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just like, hey, I want to do something fun this weekend. Like, I'm going to DoorDash for yeah. five hours and then have spending money. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a different approach to that. Yeah. So it's not like you have to depend on that to, mm-hmm. like, have this income. Yeah. But it's like, if I want to do something fun, I'll make money to make that happen. Right. And there is, like, 
the ability to walk away from that. Like, yeah. When we moved A to a different area and B, like I stopped paying off my loans and C, I got a different job with a higher paying paycheck. I stopped. Like we stopped. We also just got busier. I could go on my whole rant about why, <laughs> but like there, like I have the freedom to do that. I, yeah. I didn't need that anymore. And that being said, I didn't really ever need it in the first place, but it was a great supplement so that we could go get French fries. That you guys spilled on the road with. <laughs> yeah. I think I don't know if we've told this story before, but we we door dashed specifically to get French fries one afternoon. And then we took we got French fries at five guys and we're running a well, running walking across the street to go back to our car with the French fries. And our roommate's holding the bag by the top of it. As we're running across the street, the bottom breaks and French fries just spill everywhere. <laughs> Um, and they're burning hot. And so we're, like, kind of trying to pick them up, but also they're burning hot. Also, like, we're in the middle, middle of, like, of the road. a busy road. And, yeah, we actually did go back, and they gave us more. But then later on that night, we, with the DoorDash money, we went out for ice cream that night. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty right. sure. And so, again, like, we got to get French fries and ice cream with the DoorDash money. But we were back across the street from the, the Five Guys, and we saw the flat and French fries on the road. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so funny. Uh-huh. Oh, man. But, so that was kind of the most important thing Lindsay um, suggested, was just that increase that stream of income. Mm-hmm. Um, she also mentioned that it is important to track it, um, have an idea of where you're at. It's also it's great to see progress. It's encouraging. Um, she said they had like a chart and everything, but tracking it just shows like, hey, this is actually working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think you really want to see progress. And mm-hmm. especially because you are making sacrifices, like this isn't a fun thing to do. But at the end of the day, like you're remembering why you're working towards that. And like mm-hmm. to be able to see that kind of like steadily going up or going down, you know, whichever mm-hmm. way you're filling something in, I guess. <laughs> but like to have that that tangibility, I think, mm-hmm. is really important. And she said that was really a super yeah. helpful way for her to remain mm-hmm. focused and for her and yeah. David to be like, all right, this is working. This is something that we can continue pursuing. And, like, we're that much closer. Yeah. And because I follow her on social media, I saw this. Like, they're doing it now for saving up for a down payment for a yeah. house. So, like, they've just taken that and adapted it. And so maybe, yeah, the first time it was how are we cutting down and, like, are we getting rid of something? And now they're building up. And so they kind of kept that principle. I mean, I think a lot of money management principles – spill over into different different goals but um yeah they're doing that now too Mm -hmm. with saving for a house Mm -hmm. yeah well okay so that's basically like our tips and reasons why like addressing debt is important how to do that well Mm -hmm. um and like recognizing like no matter how much you have like how much or how little like this is something that you should work towards like Mm -hmm. being debt free because it does like now they are saving up for a house Mm -hmm. and like they can have that on their horizon and i know that they've been able to like start going on vacations and like really enjoying like the fact that they are debt free, like they're yeah. they are very much living mm-hmm. in that season, yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think like that's hopefully an encouragement to mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Um, we're very thankful for Lindsay for taking the time to just yeah. sit down and like write out these story, her story, and um, her answers to questions. And mm-hmm. I know she's someone too that loves to like talk about how to help people like get out of debt, mm-hmm. and they definitely aren't like. Uh, I don't think any of their side hustles are are helping um, people with, like, financial advice. But I know, like, she just, as a friend, would love to, like, share that. So if you are interested in that at all, um, we'll probably put her contact information in the – her Instagram information in our, our bio. Or not our bio, but the this notes. episode's yeah. bio. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And, yeah, we're super grateful for that. Check her out on Instagram, too. That, that will be in the bio. I follow her on Instagram. Don't really know her. But I feel like I do. <laughs> you know when you follow those people yeah. on Instagram? Um, she's also super funny. I love watching her stories when she just, like, has a fun life. I, I know, know. I know. But, um, yeah, so thank you guys so much for joining us on the podcast today. Again, this podcast and any podcast, you're welcome to disagree with us. We welcome that. No, do we welcome disagreement? We um, 
we welcome it. We don't encourage it. I would say we expect it. <laughs> we expect it. But, no, um, but yeah, if you guys have thoughts on it, we love to hear them. So mm-hmm. don't feel like you can't um, have different opinions. Yeah. Remember, we're still figuring things out too. Exactly. So, um, with that, thank you guys so much for joining us and we'll catch you back next week.